Episode 87, A Brave New Year. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The Games We Play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and co-founder of The Games We Play, and with me is the other co-founder, Chris. Hello. Happy New Year to everybody. Absolutely. Happy New Year. This is our first episode of 2021. Yeah, baby. I guess we'll have to make sure this starts out with a bang, you know, start on on a good note for 2021. Well, we do appreciate you listening. If you're a first-time listener, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. This typically is not our normal format. Chris and I are actually recording this remotely. Hopefully, you can't tell too bad. Sometimes we like to talk over each other. There's like a two-second delay. It's kind of crazy, but we actually make it work. Uh, So this week, we are going to be talking about uh, Chris's gaming goals. I know Emily and I talked about it a little bit last week. So we're going to talk to Chris about what he's going to be doing this year, and then we're going to be talking about some of the games we played, and that'll that'll be probably a little quick episode. Uh, We've both been pretty busy through the holidays, but that's a good thing, right? Yes, absolutely it is. So I think I didn't mention this, but this is episode 87 of the games we play. This should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to talking through some of this stuff. So Chris, let's go ahead and start it off uh, real quick. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. I uh, haven't talked to you in, uh, until before the holidays. Hopefully everything went well. It looks like you went to Colorado, I heard, or saw. Yes, yes. Actually, that's uh, it, it kind of worked out well. Normally, this is a busy time of the year for me with wrestling, and normally we don't get to do much or go anywhere, or at least I don't, um, over uh, holidays because we have practice and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, with the COVID, what we, we took some extended time off because I knew people uh, were going to be hanging around family and so on. So just precautions, we, we gave the wrestlers uh, five days off over Christmas. And what that allowed us to do is uh, go see Jamie's parents and her brother who live out in Colorado. And uh, normally she does that every year, but uh, I did not get to do that last year because of wrestling. So this year we we loaded up the kids and and drove west for a couple days and got an opportunity to uh, be out there. And oh, Colorado is beautiful this time. Oh, I can imagine it is. We were up in Breckenridge and um, got to ski and uh, we took Baron, our dog, and so I got I, I took him hiking every single day. There's some trails in the in the housing oh, development where her parents live. Awesome. Oh, it is. It's I I love that area. It's very beautiful. Uh, just an 11 hour drive for us. So <laughs> it's it's a it's a good jaunt for a road trip. But we we loved it and got an opportunity to see her parents and her brother again and and haven't seen them since the wedding this earlier this summer so we we jumped on that opportunity and got to do it and uh several of the hatchet kids um had got first time uh snow uh ski or uh snowboarding um, oh that was their first so, time yeah oh, yeah crazy. this was their first time doing that well uh well, I don't mean crazy as in yeah. crazy because we live in Iowa, so yeah, there's yeah. not. Much. I mean, you, I mean, you're they're hills if you're going to be. Yeah, skiing, you, you can go up north of <laughs> north of where we live is Boone, and they have this little hill which you can go skiing, and that's about it. Uh, but no, no mountains. So um, John learned how to snowboard. Uh, so we uh, took the kids who didn't know any uh, how to do it. 
or haven't done it in 10 plus years to ski school and snowboarding school. So they did a whole day of that and loved it. And yeah, so we're looking forward. We're going to make another road trip up in uh, come spring break, March, and head over to Colorado and enjoy that beautiful area. That sounds awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, cool. Sounds cool. Definitely nice scenery or better scenery than here in central Iowa than uh I mean, it did snow and stuff. It was beautiful yep. here, but yep. definitely not as good as the mountains. Like that's for sure. No, it's it's been needed, and I know uh, with J- Jamie and I both have uh, just everybody's been cooped up and all this. So we we did the best we could and and made an opportunity to uh, go see some family and and stay together and that kind of bit. But it was good to get out. It was good to get out and get away for a little bit. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, it sounds like your holidays went great. I know Emily and I, uh, we, you know, it's kind of quiet this year for us, but that was, that was okay. Uh, sometimes it always can get hectic and, and tiring and just, you know, you know how it is for the holidays. So, well, hopefully everybody else had a great new year's. I know we actually, I think we, we stayed up past midnight, which was, we usually don't do it, man. I'm getting old the next day is like, Oh man, you dragon. It's I was ready to go to bed when the East Coast ball dropped, and we're Central time. So I was like, oh, Jimmy, do, do we need to wait for Central? And she's like, yeah, so yeah. So we waited, and finally. But it was so funny. And soon as that ball dropped, bam, uh, everybody was uh, uh, just right, packing things up. Okay, it's bedtime. Get the kids. Let's go. Time to go home. <laughs> oh, that's so true, man. Yeah. As we get older, oh. Uh, good times. Well, Chris, yeah. let's uh, since we are talking about the new year and rocking in the new year, let's talk about your gaming goals for 2021. I know we we did this new last year for 2020. It was actually a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing these goals. I don't know about you, but it definitely stretched me, and I intentionally played more games because of the goals, which is awesome. I, I think I played more goal games than I have in my whole life in one year last year because of that. Uh, let's talk about your goals. What what are you looking for doing for 2021? Absolutely. So um, I've got four goals. My uh, One of them is a carryover from 2020, which I kept saying I was going to do in this kind of bit, but never, never got uh, it completed. And that is the organization of my games in the game library and the inputting them in BTG. I've got a couple in there, but never completed it. So, so it looks pretty yes. organized looking at it behind you though. It, I mean, it looks pretty good, but it, not it getting does. it digitally, I guess. Right. And the, the, the main thing is I want to log and make sure I know what I have and everything to that effect. And, and I'm still struggling. So some of the organization bit, I don't know. I'm definitely not doing it alphabetical like you previously suggested. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way when I get a that new game, terrible. I'm going to have to move everything. Absolutely not. So that's more <laughs> of a joke. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the best way. I'm I'm a functional type kind of guy. So when I do something that's very functional and I'm thinking of organizing them some by themes, whereas like, you know, okay, Star Wars theme. So here's all the Star Wars games, you know, um, high fantasy, epic fantasy. Here's high, high fantasy stuff, uh, horror, things like that. I'm kind of looking at that. Then I'm also looking at having like a two-player game area or a multiplayer, like eight plus, things like that where you can party uh, your party type games. Like exactly. Yeah. So that's I'm 
I'm a type of person that I maybe overanalyze things and take a little long to because I do so much research and trying to find the best way and try to get it right. <laughs> but sometimes I, I'm Hate learning. To say to, there's probably not a right way. Exactly. I know. I, I'm learning that. So <laughs> I, 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 I need to make a decision. So. So that's the carryover goal from 2020 uh, into 2021. So my other three goals that I have are uh, I want to get 100 gameplays in with 50 of them being unique. And I want to get 12 shrink-wrapped games played. So one one pull one game off a month, uh, pull it out of the shrink-wrap. And I, I know I blew that one away last year, but... What that means is is that I've got less shrink wrap games on the shelf now. <laughs> so, <laughs> the bottom of the yes, barrel. So I, I still do have a fair amount of uh, games that are still on the shrink wrap. So I, th- I think that's a good goal I can reach. Um, I just got to pull them off, read the rules and play them. 50 unique games in the year. I think that's doable. Um, and then 100 game plays. I, I, I know the 100 game plays is, will be easily done. Um, I, I think that's that's at least two a week. Um, but the 50 Well, unique, good way to stretch yourself, Chris. Absolutely, Come on. yeah. <laughs> well, the challenging one, I think, is going to be is the 50 unique uh, games. That's one unique game a week. Um, so really... Yeah, I, I did so, 125 last year. I know. That's, that's, that's yeah, that's very good. So, but I we have some tendencies because kids have some favorites and we have some favorites yeah, that we play often. So we'll get yep. gameplays in. I, I don't doubt that. And, and next year, and if I crush this 100 gameplays, we'll, we'll look at empty, uh, uh, stepping it up some. But uh, that's those are some some um, objective uh, numbers to, to quantifiable numbers to reach for, for game playing. And I think uh, it... it I like it because, again, it forces me, um, I, I see it on paper, it gives me a target to shoot at because, you know, those, if you never have a target, um, you'll miss it 100% of the time. So, you miss 100% uh, yep, of the shots, shots you don't you never take. take. Exactly. Wayne yep. Gretzky. Yep. Michael Absolutely. Scott. <laughs> yes, Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, the, um, second goal for 2021 plays off one I had last year, but um, I'm ha- uh, having six game days this year. So I'm really counting on the vaccine Good. working and we're getting back to normal, <laughs> um, some normalness. Kids at school. And kids at school and gatherings of friends and things like that happening. So I really want to do six game days, uh, be it uh, like, uh, to me, a game day is an extended Friday night or an all day Saturday. It's it's multiple. It's like four plus hours in an evening or we're talking 10 to 12 hour Saturdays like we used to do back in the day. I want to get back mm-hmm. to those fun days of when I would uh, smoke a pork butt and pull it and, and we'd have sandwiches and eat all day and just have a table food, a, f- a table full of food. And we just have multiple game tables. And I remember those spreadsheets we used to do. Uh, oh, where yeah. we organize. Okay, so we got to organize. We broke down the day into <laughs> sections and who wants to lead a game. And then we, okay, how many players is it? And and we'd have multiple tables and there's uh, six or eight of us that would, uh, you know, routinely make these days. Yeah. And when we do it at the Adel Library even, when or my house and that kind of stuff, we got to the Adel Library even in the, their uh, community room and uh, have multiple tables. Oh, that was so much that fun. That worked out really well, it, actually. It really did. It was organized and it was fun. And uh, yeah, we, oh, that's... So I miss those. I miss those days where we can play 
uh, some meaty, meat, very meaty games that take two to four yep. hours or the miniatures or, or uh, that kind of stuff like that. Just hefty, um, some of those hefty board games, heavier type that we don't get again, get into often. Absolutely. So, and my last goal is, uh, I want to introduce six new people, uh, new friends or couples, um, to the hobby games. So, um, that is, that's, we've got some game, uh, some friends that, um, I've been introduced with with Jamie and her friends and things like this that we we hang around with and um, just start introducing us uh, just new people that that made me think okay you know we got some um, because uh, two friends that lived um, just by us uh, they're remodeling the floor and I was helping uh, them do flooring. Uh, these last couple of days, put in stone floor and grouting. Well, their whole kitchen area and all this stuff uh, was tore up. So we had them over and they ate dinner with us. Uh, uh, was it Saturday? The other night. And so we pulled out games and introduced them to games. Like we introduced Drop nice. It to them. And oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Exactly. And they loved it. We played three games. And if it wasn't late uh, to uh, late in the evening, um, we would have probably played more. I just I brought multiple games out and introduced Drop It first, and we never went to the, any other games because they love Drop It <laughs> so much. Uh, so yeah, so that made me think. Yeah, let's. Okay, a good goal is to introduce new people um, to some games. So that's that's one of my outreach programs. Maybe um, the <laughs> community, yeah, community service type programs is to to reach out to some of our friends that they do play games, but they don't necessarily play some of the hobby games. Um, those, sure. Yeah, better games. So anyway, that's my my last goal. My fourth goal is to introduce six new uh, friends and couples um, to uh, hobby games this year. So that sounds like fun. Yeah. That's yes. always a good goal. Get people yep. into the hobby. And, yeah, you know, we've talked about that. Yeah, we've talked about that, and a lot of this show is we really do that. When you know, both you and I love uh, teaching games, leading games, introducing mm-hmm. games to people, and that kind of bit. So I'm like, you know, that sounds like a good goal to do, uh, to to have that. So yep, those are my four goals. I'm gonna awesome. work on this. Well, year. that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. A little different than last year, but that's yes. I mean, other than the carryover, but right. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you mean you know to have the goals, not necessarily reach them all or complete them, um, but it, it's good to have them. And you know, I'm gonna work on definitely work on work on all four of these this year. Awesome. Well, cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, if uh, if anybody's listening, you have any game of goals you want to share with us? We could talk about. Maybe you have some unique ideas or something. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, feel free to send yours in. We'll talk about it. Call you out. Maybe even uh, try to keep you accountable. Call yeah, you out on the yes. podcast from time to time. <laughs> I will do that uh, if you want me to. But it sounds like it sounds like a lot of fun. So, Chris, let's go ahead and just roll in. Let's talk about a couple games here for this week. Then, you know, we like to uh, talk about some games we've been playing that uh, maybe to introduce to you, maybe to talk about, you know, high level, not anything seriously in depth. Uh, but that's what we like to do every week. So, Chris, uh, what's a game you played this week that you want to talk about? So, this game I got done actually before uh, the new year came in. Because if you remember, um, uh, several episodes ago, you said we would never get this played. Um, Scott came over and we spent an evening playing Twilight Struggle. So we... uh, (laughs) You remember that bet? I think you're you're referring to Gentleman's Bet episode. Yes, yes. Uh, 
uh, which was, uh, I think, uh, December 23rd, 2019. Not, I mean, just Absolutely. off the top yep. of my head yep. Uh, yep. for a gentleman bet, which was actually kind of a fun episode. Check it out. Go all the way back. Um, yes, I do recall that because I was going to bring this up because one of the gentlemen bet was Chris was not going to play Triwight struggle in 2020 yes and uh it took a long time but uh (laughs) we ended up doing it and i wanted to say i'm gonna have to look back it was right around that time um uh, in 2020 when uh scott and i finished it it was right before christmas um so we 19th was uh 21st was the monday was it actually a year later that we got it played from when like we talked about exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. The 19th, December 19th, 2020 was a Saturday. And that was the Saturday night that uh, Scott funny. and I played. It, it, it almost took us five hours. We did have oh a, a pizza gosh. break in there. We did have a pizza break. Is that um, so? It was a five hour counting the that pizza break? That was the, break, yes, no? yes. Five hour oh, counting okay. the pizza break. Yep. So it literally took us um, about an hour to uh set up and just because it, this was a shrink wrap game and so we pulled it out unpunched it uh, read through the rules talked about it that kind of bit mm-hmm. and then we started mm-hmm. playing a little bit um then we we uh, uh stopped for a pizza break and uh, which was about a uh, half an hour 45 minute break and then got back to it um so it really it took us uh three three and a half hours to um to play the game and all the way and it, it's uh, uh i was the uh, ussr the soviets scott was the americans and of course uh, were. yes sure. and he uh he ended he ended up winning the the americans oh. did win the cold war um he won by victory points um so there it's 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 it is actually it's a very fun game now this is a game that is it's like a two to four hour normal game two-player uh by gmt it's it was at one point before gloomhaven came out was the number one game on for board gig for a long time this is a 2000 game um to let me see what year it is i'll look that up real quick as i'm talking but it, it's a game that was on a board game geek it's still the number one war game and i want to say number nine overall um, game yeah, it on is. Board it game got game. pushed down, didn't it? Yeah, it dropped some. Yeah, there's some good games that came out here in these last ten years. Um, we did, but it's it's strictly a two player game. Yeah, yeah. The the artwork and stuff doesn't really appeal to me personally, but it definitely is a in depth, really like a, a oh my gosh, what Cold War simulator? Yes. It, it really right? is. So I mean, it, it's a card and dice game with lots of chits, and the cards you play have. Uh, historic uh, uh, significance of things that have gone in the past. I mean, it's it is re- the thing I like about it. Everything on the cards that you play, actions and so on, did happen, and it had an influence in the Cold War, uh, either positive Soviet side or positive U.S. side. Uh, extremely, yes, extremely ex- uh, thematic. Extremely with the- thematic. Yep. Uh, yes, yes. And so, to me, this is a game I would play once a year. Uh, I'd pull it out on a special night. I wouldn't play it all the time, but to pull it out uh, and make an an evening of it. uh, This is definitely something that could go three, four hours easily, Um, especially if you're not familiar with how to play. I know once Scott Mm. and I uh, got the the basic rules down and how that worked, uh, our turns were quicker. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This looks a little heavy. It's very uh, heavy. For sure. Yeah, the rule book's pretty big. I'm looking at the entry. It's it's a little daunting to look yep. at. I, 
this it, it looks intimidating. That's so for sure. The rule book is I I think there's a picture on the front, and that's about it. It's if you open mm-hmm. it up, it's like Roman numeral one. A paragraph, mm-hmm. Roman numeral two, paragraph. It's old school. This is yeah. uh, GMT uh, does war games, and think of the 1970s and 1980s. If you're anybody's familiar with Squad Leader or Panzer Blitz or some of these old war games with chits and a board, uh, this is this falls in line with how those are produced. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, it has dice yeah. in it. You roll dice for some some outcomes. Uh, of some events but basically it's it's card driven and uh chits on the board and tons tons and tons of piles of chits and significant this uh, writing and all this kind of stuff so it it, it has the old school 1980s uh wargaming uh feel in, in it it's a war yeah. game it, it is a war sure. game oh uh, it is i mean i we both loved it we scott came away and said he would uh, play it again so this is something that we may uh continue to pull out once once or maybe twice a year um it wouldn't be something i'd play um often um just the daunting of uh, but it <laughs> to me it's a nostalgic game that i'll own it and i'll be totally happy if i only play it once a year yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Uh, just uh, as a side note, uh, there's Geek Bit uh, upgrades. So all those chips oh, yes. turn into like nice plastic, chunky bits. Yep. I think the, there's meeple there, there, tanks and meeple uh, yeah, nuclear mushrooms. Nuke. Yeah, 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 it looks yep. really cool. Yep. I yeah, was going to say, yeah, you should check yeah. it out. Yeah, I did see some of that after when we were, we were, we were searching the internet for some rules kind of bit to clarify and some FAQs and things like that. Sure. This is definitely a game you would want to have player aids and, oh my gosh, this Oh. So there is a when unboxing, there is a, a page that came out, had all the listing of the cards, like USA number one through a hundred yeah. cards. And number one card was this. And we were going through the whole night and like, gosh, and I ended up going looking up on BGG and got some player aids. And I, Scott and I were like, you know, this would be great if it had a player aid with it. Then Scott flips that card sheet over and on the back side of the card sheet was a player aid. And I just kicked myself so much. I'm like, are you serious? When I unboxed it, I pulled everything out, unchitted, or uh, got the chits out of the, the the board and all this. And I totally missed that player aid. It was on the backside of the card list. And I'm like, oh, no, he just laughed at me. Oh, it was pretty That's funny. funny. It was funny. That's funny. Yep. So, yeah, look look for player aids in, in meaty games like that. <laughs> Sometimes Good. they they insert them in the box. Good deal. That's funny. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that, that sounds a- like fun. You did yes. complete that just to mention, yep. by the way, yep. other gentlemen's bet was uh, TI4. Yeah. Uh, but now you did start doing that, but just with COVID and stuff. Yep. So, I mean, and then Gloomhaven again, kind of uh, COVID kind of took a toll on that. Yes. Right so, we're going to carry those gentlemen bets back into 2021 because yeah, I Yeah, I'd definitely- love to get through Gloomhaven because- yep. yep. You know, before we know it, we'll have Frosthaven in our hands, and uh, we, yep. we want to get Gloomhaven done before we want to do that. So, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, a game that we got on uh, to the table this last week is a party game, which has been extremely difficult to play at party games this year. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on the podcast, but it's been quite some time. So, the game we actually got to play was Just One. I believe you played this, Chris, or you have it? Yes, played it and own it. Very good game. It is a great game. This game is actually a cooperative party game, which is kind of weird when you think about it. And when you actually start playing it, 
or reading the rules, it feels weird. If you're like me, when you're playing party games, you want to be competitive. You're playing against another team or playing against everybody else. But on this, it's cooperative. And you're like, how's this going to work? Especially on a word-guessing game. How's a word-guessing game fully cooperative? Well, that's exactly what this is. And it has a nice little interesting twist. The idea here is you're, you're... you take turns trying to be the guesser of the word. And so there's these cards that come with the game and the guesser doesn't see what the word is, but everybody else does. And everybody has these little easels, placards. I don't even know what you want to call them, but they're, they're whiteboard, if you will. And you get to see the word or all the people get to see the word other than the guesser. And so then we all simultaneously and secretively try to write down a one word, a clue for the guesser so they can try to guess what the word is. Uh, so if let's say it's pie, I, I might put cherry and somebody might put uh, filling and somebody might put uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. And so after everybody's done writing, we we turn and show our answers. Now the person guessing closes their eyes. And if any of our clues are the same, then they're eliminated. And they get put face down. And then whatever's left over, whatever's unique, gets then finally shown to the guesser. The guesser gets to look at all the clues and gets one chance to try to guess the word. And, you know, if they get it wrong, there's a penalty of taking a card away. If you get it right, then you put it in your correct pile or you could skip it. And then if you skip it, it goes out. The idea is you're trying to get as many of these correct. And there's kind of a score attack, if you will, like a little diagram on the back. And that's really what you're trying to do is you're trying to do the best you can. See if you can do all 13. Uh, But what makes it just kind of unique is that whole eliminating guesses. So I don't know about you, Chris, when you play this, the first couple times, there was a lot of elimination because everybody's putting very obvious questions or clues down. So, for example, if it was iron, uh, which we was one of our clues, a lot of people put Iron Man. Did you did you kind of encounter the same thing? So the first time you play or the first couple rounds yeah. you play, everybody's putting very common ones, yep. and then the guesser's like, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" Yeah, that's very similar. Um, that happens. That and after people start understanding, oh no, you got to find something very unique, and or obscure or at least different than what your i mean your first thing like you said you're going to come up with iron man okay iron man if i thought of that that quick other people are going to do it what else do i need Mm -hmm. to do yep stuff like that yep and so that's what really makes this game fun is how it evolves through multiple plays because by the end of the first game or the second game because it's really quick it's a 15 20 minute game everybody's now doing really not random per se, but very obscure kind of clues. And now everything, and it has this like, it almost like the pendulum, it swings where everybody's like common to really obscure back to common. And you fight this, you start to find the sweet area with your group. And by the end, you're, people are guessing, you're like, wow, this is crazy. It's kind of that mind meld, you know, with, yeah, I think medium yep. or the mind where after a couple of plays, everybody kind of locks in, but every group is the same. It's kind of funny. I played with so many groups, you know, from work back before COVID. And then we played this with Emily's family, her uh, sister sisters and brother-in-laws and uh yeah it was fun i think they all really enjoyed it it was uh it was difficult at first because everybody was putting the same answers and it, it was kind of funny but uh it was a lot of fun i i highly suggest it great family game yes um it, the kids they have to be a little older to be able to write and read so you're talking probably eight plus but 
it's a lot of fun. Uh, we really enjoyed it. There's a lot of laughs and like, oh, I can't believe you didn't get that. And those kind of situations. That always makes it fun. And it's a word game. I, I love word games. They're, they're a lot of fun. I wouldn't say it's my favorite word game, but it, it definitely is a nice change of pace and is pretty unique in how it plays from other games. So highly suggest it. And it's cheap. You yeah. can buy this in Target, Walmart, Amazon, wherever. And uh, there is two different versions where the artwork looks different on the box, but it's the exact same game. So don't get confused if you go try Googling it. It's the exact same game. So don't worry about it. Uh, but great game. And and I think it won the Spiel des Jahres. Uh, when it came out a couple years ago, too, which is kind of crazy for a, a party game, but it is pretty good. Right. And this is a game that uh, I would actually recommend uh, people owning. There's uh, certain party games, especially word party games, you have you want to mm-hmm. get in your collection. And uh, Medium, like you said, The Mind, those are some. And the, just one is one of those that you want to add to your party game, word party game collection to have on the shelf to pull out in the rotation of party games to play. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely worth owning. It, it, it's like what Balderdash was back yes. in the 90s. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Uh, what's a, another? Did you want to talk about any other games? Another game on your list? Yes, I do want to uh, say I pulled out uh, another shrink wrap game I got earlier in 2020. Um, and we finally got it out onto the table. We had uh, some, some gaming friends of ours, uh, Jenny and Thomas, uh, Adol people. Um, came over for a night. They have uh, multiple kids as well, so uh, five kids, and so they bring their Ooh. kids over. And yeah, three young boys and two older Sounds girls. Sounds crazy with yeah. all your kids, then. Too. Yeah, it's oh, it's <laughs> awesome. So they they've been uh, friends of the family for a while, and so. Uh, it's always fun, and it's it's so fun. I um, the uh, the oldest uh, girls are starting to get into Dungeons and Dragons, and they have a oh. they had a nanny earlier in the summer that um, college age nanny, and uh, she got them some D and D stuff. So I oh, cool. uh, yeah, so um, I got. Um, I ordered one of those multiple sets of uh, dice bags with uh, um, the seven set polyhedral uh, dice sets. Mm -hmm. And so I gave every single one of them um, a different color they can choose as well as those, those um, leather type uh, or, or pleather, probably uh, plastic leather type um, dice trays that you snap together. They're just, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. just a square. So you can get those really cheap on Amazon for all of those. So I ordered them so they can have uh, sets because they're starting to get into D and D and, and I'm like, okay, any D&D player, RPG player knows you can never have enough dice. So they have uh, multiple <laughs> sets. But uh, so th- uh, they came over and um, Thomas and Jenny and Jamie and I uh, pulled out Jaws. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. We, so we finally got that on the table. Again, broke it out of shrink wrap. We had the rules real quick, set it up. Um, I ended up, I, I was Jaws. And then uh, Thomas, uh, uh, Jenny, and Jamie were the the uh, players, the three players uh, from the movie, uh, Quint and Hopper and the uh, the chief. And so mm-hmm. the the uh, this game, you talk about theme. It's just r- enriched with themes. So basically, it's two acts. Um, the very first act on the board, it has a game board, sorry. Game board folds out, um, has two sides. First side is act one. It's the map of the island. And mm-hmm. basically there's quadrants and sections of the water as well as the island. And uh, Chief, excuse me, he runs operations on the land. He's running around. He's landlocked. Um, um, Hopper can go on land or off uh, in his boat. And um, 
because he goes around and launches uh, the the buoys with the, the motion de- the barrels with the motion yep. detectors, and then Quint uh, can go around and he um, they have uh, like sonar devices and they can like trying to hunt and find. Basically, they're trying to hunt and find uh, the shark Jaws and get two barrels attached to him, and that ends Act One. Or um, Jaws goes around and eats up to 10, uh, once he eats swimmers. Uh, 10 swimmers, uh, he, uh, act two or, um, act two begins, act one ends. So the thing is, is the, the, it, it, act one influences how you do influences, um, act two. And how well you did Exactly. So if Jaws eats his 10 swimmers, he gets more action shark cards for uh, Act 2. If the uh, if the three heroes uh, uh, find Jaws and uh, get those um, barrels on him and motion sensors and end it, and they get more equipment cards. So, mm-hmm. um, and that transcribes Act 2. So Act 2, you flip the board over. Now the, the island's gone and basically it's, you're on Orca. That's uh, the, the, the whaling ship um, that's mm-hmm. a hopper. Or is it Quint? Excuse me, Quint. Uh, Quint is the, uh, the, the whaler and shark hunter and stuff like that. That's his boat. So you're on it and Jaws wants to go attack um, the boat or the three heroes. And there's these, um, oh my gosh, there's surface cards, resurface cards. It's basically, uh, you draw, um, these, a pile of resurface cards. You have three cards out and that's, um, where, um, three different locations on the boat that Jaws is going to pick one of them and attack. So it's, it's really cool. And you get equipment cards, like you said, how well you did from the beginning of the game, which, um, each hero gets a basic equipment and they can get more equipment and stuff like that. Or uh, Jaws gets these special ability attack shark cards that allows some special uh, uh, special effect uh, come into play uh, when they attack. And basically it's a battle. Uh, Jaws has hit points and their heroes have hit points and Jaws tries to attack. And just if Jaws eats the boat, completely gone, he wins eats all of the swimmer or the heroes he wins or the heroes win by uh defeating jaws uh is like his 18 hit points he has so it's oh my gosh it was a lot of fun i ended up jaws uh uh i won i ended up eating orca the whole uh thomas was the last um last surviving hero uh it's just it's i mean this is so thematic if you've ever seen the movie this game plays like the movie we had i opened up uh um, uh, Sonus music and found the Jaws movie theme and just had that playing on repetitive the whole night until why we played this game. It was is Jaws soundtrack movie uh, song. It's, it's so much fun. It's oh my gosh, love this. Very lo- yeah. love this game. Yeah, I've heard great things about this, and I actually own the game, and I I've read through the rules and I know how to play. I uh, just haven't got a chance to get to the the table, but I'm excited to. It it seems very thematic, very oh my cool, gosh. especially if you it like is. Jaws. And it's just so cool if somebody gets to play as a shark and yeah. eat people <laughs> and attack the ship. That's so fun. Yeah, it is. That's, I mean, that's fun. Yeah, it that's, is. That's really cool. Oh um, my gosh, this is this was a Target exclusive, um, mm-hmm. and now I'm sure you can get it everywhere now. Um, oh yeah, yeah I believe exactly. You can. Yep, yep, yep. You can get it right now, but and, it's and it's, it's fairly cheap too. It's under thirty dollars. Yeah, I mean exactly. Yeah, and I've I've seen it go on sale for fourteen, yep. fifteen. Yep. Dollars under twenty dollars exactly so you can find it there and but it's it's a very fun game if you've ever watched the movie you'll pull this game out and appreciate the effort 
that uh, the game designers put in with even with the shark wooden meeples and you got the meeple boats and meeple mm-hmm. hopper and quint and all this kind of stuff it is so it is really cool it is really really it cool is neat. yeah good it table is presence yeah uh, I, I was thematic. just gonna say that yep. the artwork looks pretty cool and yep. it, yeah it's cool yeah yeah well worth the game if you like ip type games this is a fun one it's definitely a fun one uh it, it, you have to say you can say anything else you want about original ips going to other mediums like uh, movies or books or tv shows or video right. games but let me tell you board games have consistently made really good games for ips uh, yep. i think they're like one of the few mediums that have more of a, a success rate than failure rate that's for sure i'm not saying there's not any stinkers out there but man how many movies from video games are good like zero well, think about Spartac- <laughs> spartacus the the tv show um, that was turned into by Gale Force Nine. That turned into that game. Was, that's a fabulous game. Oh or my take gosh. any of the Star yes, Wars. Games. Any of the Star Wars games. Absolutely. Lord of the Rings. There's some. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. There's so many good quality Lord of the Rings games. Oh, I'm just looking around here. Just looking at all of this. Oh my gosh. It's it's yeah. Yep. It's it's pretty. But neat. this one's definitely a, definitely a lighter ish type game. Yeah. But. Uh, definitely drips with theme and kind of stays rig- to the original source, which is very cool. So, neat game. Yep, had a lot of fun playing. Like it. fun. And did they like it too? Yes, everybody liked it. They said they'd uh, they'd play it again, and and yeah, yep. And it's, Probably do stuff maybe a little differently next yeah. time. That kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a fun game, and everybody well, gets to take turns playing Jaws. All right. Well, uh, you know, let's. Uh, Let's go ahead and end it there a little bit. I, I played some other games, but, you know, we've talked about it a million times, so I won't go over it nausea. Maybe some other time we'll talk about some of these games. Uh, one last thing I wanted to say is uh, uh, I found out in Star Wars Imperial Assault that Fancy Flight's basically not making any more expansions. They're kind of done with it, Oh, uh, which is too bad because I just started getting back into it. You know, I've owned it for a while, and, and Corey and I played it, and I got the organizer. Uh, so now I'm... I'm looking and trying to find and pick up at least all the expansions. You know, you have all the ally packs where there's small little cardboard tokens in the box that when it comes out, you place it out. But they have actual miniatures that come and replace those. Additionally, with it, it comes with more cards and scrimmage and some special scenario rules. So it's not just the miniature um, that you can replace those. Anyway, I'm looking between like card hoss and game nerds and... uh, a lot of them are like sold out of certain ones and they, I don't think they'll ever get them back. Cause it yeah. sounds like it's out of production. So now I'm, this is the bad thing about collecting <laughs> stuff that kind of stresses me out. I, I'm sure you're yes. in the same boat, but yes. when you really like something like this and you've been intending to get it, but then it's like, Oh, I better get it because if I don't, I know I, I'll have to pay second hand or just not get it. And, uh, Playing it this last time with Corey and going through the app, it was really, really good. A lot. I had so much fun with it. So I really do want to get those. So that's what that's something I'm going to start working on here in the next couple of weeks is trying to list out what I do and don't have because I've already picked up stuff before. I just need to find out what I'm missing and and start trying to piece it out a little bit. But yeah, I, I know you're in the same boat. I'm yeah. sure somebody else out there. That's the stressful thing is when you're trying to collect stuff and it's going out of print and you just don't know if it's going to come back. And you know, you don't want to pay exorbitant amounts for no. a second hand, right? But you don't want to miss out and you want to have the completionism of, yeah, because yeah. it's a good game.
game. I'm kicking my, yep. Yeah, and I'm, yep. and I'm kicking myself I don't have, like, the other two Battlestar Galactica expansions, for example. Uh, Corey was telling me that the other day. He's like, yeah, I finally finished the Battlestar Galactica because he, he finally got through the TV show. Yep. And he's like, I went to go buy the other expansions for the shows that I didn't have, and I didn't realize they're out of print. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, like, worth 100 or $200 by themselves, used yes. each. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of crazy. It's, it's highly collectible. Um, but I guess what are you going to do? But. I, mean, I thought you'd share some of that misery. Oh, absolutely. No, I do. And it's I'm looking around. I'm looking at a game right here, Clank, and a Thunderstone uh, Quest. I've got the uh, the base games and a couple expansions, but I don't have all of them. And I'm like, that is a game I want to get all of it for. Um, but yeah, you're like, okay, I, I don't, I can't go out and spend hundreds of dollars getting all the the expansions of these games right away. But at some point, it's they're gonna stop making it. And you're mm-hmm. like, you don't want to miss this. So I'm like, oh, it's that struggle. You're right. It's it, the it struggle. Is tough. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, yeah. Have you been following Game Nerds? They're sales. Yes. Man. But I, I did pick up an, yet another Clank expansion. They had uh, Clank uh, Sunken Treasures expansion oh, I the other that. day, yesterday or the day yeah. before. So I got that. It's on hold. Um, we've played through Mummy's Curse a couple times since uh, since we got it. And oh, man, it's so good. Yeah, so I'm gonna pick up the rest of those Clank ones. Clank's so good. I be, I, I'm yeah. loving this game. Yeah. It's so so good. I've been coming a fan of game nerds. Um, getting games there. I've looked at that. I ended up getting. Uh, Lily wanted uh, her own version to give to her dad. Um, uh, Campbell up. So game nerds had mm. it. So I, I bought it and we ordered that. Uh, uh, but yeah, I I've been checking the the deal of the day, which they really have some great deals. Oh, but every good. time I've I've gotten to it, either late morning or afternoon, they're gone. It's ended. So I'm like, oh, I gotta I gotta get in the habit of looking at it first thing in the morning and seeing well, and that. And I don't but, think they post at the same time every day though. I, I've seen them put right. up their deal of the day in the afternoon. So I don't know how the timing works on right. it because it's not at midnight every night. No. It's random. So that's what's. I don't think it's automated. Tough. Exactly. It's not automated. But man, they put up manual. some really good deals. Yeah. I've gotten some great I agree. ones. And if you email their customer support, they can add on hold to your profile. So you don't even have to email them. When you check out, there's a check mark and you just say, put it on hold. Oh, I Which wondered really about nice. that because, yeah, because I, I was looking at uh, doing some of that and I didn't notice that feature right away. So I wondered how you got that. Nice. Yeah. Their only restriction is. Um, the only restriction is, is you have to have and have it ship out within, I want to say it's three or four months. So it's oh, not okay. a huge timeline, but they have such, they have so many good deals and their games are pretty cheap as it is and they don't charge a uh, tax. Yeah. Shh, don't tell don't, anybody. Don't say that. Uh, don't, gonna... But they don't. Um, and so they they have really good deals and 75 free shipping, which is really easy. That's to cheap. Get compared That's to lower. Yeah. Or and more. They're, they're. Their prices are usually a couple bucks, even cheaper than Miniature Market most of the time. So yeah, uh, it's just the only big deal is their stock because they are pretty popular. That you kind of have to grab stuff when they come up pretty quickly. Uh, but yeah, yep. good stuff. Anyway, that's that's my plug, free plug. You're you're welcome, game nerds, free advertisement. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've used them a lot, and I'm I'm excited to get the next uh, Clank expansion too, and some Imperial Assault stuff here because I have to get free shipping. You know, absolutely save that five dollars shipping by spending forty dollars more. <laughs> that's that's good math. It's I think government. It works math. for me. Yeah, exactly. It works. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds good to me. It's very logical. All right. Very logical. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, cool. Well, Chris, I appreciate you coming on and uh, it was nice talking to you. It sounded like you had a great holiday and 
That, that was a lot of, lots was a lot of fun, fun talking about some games. Absolutely. Lots of fun. Enjoyed it. Um, got some good time spending with the family. Got some gaming in. Looking forward to uh, this new year and what it brings with opportunity for games and gaming. And hopefully, cross your fingers, um, <laughs> that we can get to a game convention. That would be wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I miss those road trips, those guy trips and stuff. That's love it. Love it. Yeah, I haven't even checked. Have you checked what Gen Con status for 2021 is? Um, I have I have not. Uh, I get their emails on like a week or every week or so about various topics and, and they're selling stuff. But I have not heard anything definite if they're on or off. Um, I know I think I'm under the impression they're still planning for a, a Gen Con 2021. But I yeah, have, it is planned. I yes. just pulled up their website. They're delaying the badge registration event submission. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I I have a badge. We both Emily and I have it. We delayed it. Yeah. You know, so we, did we. Instead of getting refund, we just rolled it over. So Emily and I are going for sure. Um, yep. hopefully they still have it this year. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Myself and the kids we'll have, all have uh, badges. So. Badges. You need no stinking badges. So we have a lot of fun stuff to look forward to for 2021. Uh, hopefully back to some normalcy. And maybe we'll get to see each other at work some Absolutely. more often. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll Not f- over Zoom. Not over Zoom. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the way it is for me right now so far is Zoom. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chris, it was nice talking to you. I hope everyone is having a great new year. Appreciate you listening. We, we do enjoy doing this. And we love talking about games. I mean that's all there is to it and playing games obviously yes. but talking about them too okay well from the games we play i am brian and i'm chris and keep on gaming join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter at games we play pod and at games we play pod at gmail.com